0: Hello, I'm Lisa Hilton and I'm here to brighten your day. Each episode, I'll share three things that have brightened my day. It might be something I just learned. It might be a new kitchen gadget I discovered or it might be a new bottle of wine I uncorked. Then I'll invite a guest to share three things that have brightened their day. Our brains on positive are happier, less stressed and more productive. Together, we're going to start a ripple of positivity that will spread. Let's go make some waves. Hi, friends. Lisa here. For Season 3, I'm focusing on the importance of social connections and the positive effects relationships can have on our happiness and well-being. Studies show that when we feel more connected to each other, we have lower levels of anxiety and depression. Each episode this season, I'll invite a guest whose connection and friendship has brought happiness into my life, some I have known for years, and some I've just met. My guest today is John Magnus. John is an author, award-winning high school French teacher, and life coach. In 2018, John was awarded a Regional Teacher of the Year Award, and in 2019, he was a Golden Apple Award winner for Excellence in Teaching. Not only do I admire John for putting service to others above all else, I admire him because he's my cousin. You'll get to meet John in a minute. Before I start with the things that have brightened my day, I want to acknowledge that there is a lot of suffering in the world going on right now. To just look away and say, just look for the good things in life, feels disingenuous and quite honestly, toxic. I'm sickened by what's happening to the people in Ukraine. I'm horrified by what I read in the news and online about it. I'm very scared when I read about the effects climate change is having on our world. I'm concerned to read that criminal acts are increasing again in America. And I feel the effects of inflation in rising food and gas prices. And I also know that how I show up in the world each day affects others around me. Happiness is between us not just within us. If I'm angry and frustrated, sullen or withdrawn, I affect others negatively. We are responsible for each other's happiness. We co-create it together. And so I continue to look for and be thankful for those things around me that brighten my day. The first thing is Aria turned eight. She celebrated her birthday with seven of her friends and Twisty the Great. Twisty, also known as Josh, is both a magician and balloonist. He put on a magic show for the kids that was great and then made each one of them their favorite balloon animal. It was fun for the adults and the kids. Aria received many nice gifts, and her favorite was a 1,000-piece Lego set. You know, it was interesting, growing up, she hadn't really shown any interest in Legos until just recently. She sure had fun putting together an elephant with a little baby elephant attached, a palm tree, a pirate ship, and most recently, a purple truck. I've only stepped on one Lego piece so far. It was small and didn't hurt too bad, but I am rethinking the thick rug we have in our living room. The second thing that has brightened my day is a series of videos by Michelle Lennon called How to Train Your Dream Dog. These videos are so well done. As many of you know, we are getting ready to have a puppy come into our home. And so these videos have become a (laughs) lifesaver, or maybe I should say a house saver. (laughs) The video host, Michelle, has a puppy starter kit with all kinds of tips, tricks, and resources. She teaches you the basics from crate training to potty training to sleep training. I didn't know anything about them until a friend of mine recommended them to me and mentioned that it's the company she works for. Another plus for connections and relationships. It really does take a village. The third thing that's brightened my day is my loner car. About a month ago, I was at a stoplight and my car just died. Immediately, my heart started racing and I thought, oh no, what's happening? I put the car in park and turned off the engine. I then restarted it and thankfully the engine caught. The rest of the way home, every time I came to a light, I was praying, please keep running, please keep running, please keep running. I made it home without any other issues. I immediately called the dealership and they didn't have an appointment until two weeks out. They said it might just be a fluke but it would be a good idea to get it checked. I was able to drive it for the next two weeks and it only died on me once more. On the morning of my appointment, Clark followed me to the dealership. I made it without incident. Turns out there are three parts that have to be replaced. One part is coming from Reno, one part from Michigan and another from Texas. In the meantime, I was given a loaner car and it's beautiful. It's this great shade of blue And it's six years newer than my 2013 version. It's amazing what six years can do in car technology. I don't use a key to start the car. I just push a button. The dash is a touchscreen computer. And the backup camera has lines to show exactly where I'm going. I love it. Of course, now I want a new car. But I only have two more payments until my car is paid off. And I don't know about what it's like where you live. But car inventory here is incredibly low right now, so I'm thankful my car will be up and running again. And the experts are saying the chip shortage may last until the middle or end of 2022. So come on, old Betty, you can do it for a few more months. My guest today is John Magnus. John is an award-winning high school French teacher. A University of Washington Extension lecturer and author of the book Shine, Life Lessons Revealed. A world traveler and linguist, John spent several years in Europe where he was self-employed as a translator slash interpreter for Virgin France and the French Observatory of Drugs and Drug Addiction. His business experience gives him a unique perspective on preparing students with 21st century skills. This is reflected in John co-founding the Wenatchee School District Mentor Program for first-generation-to-college Latino students in 2005 and founding the Wenatchee High School Interact Club, where students can live out the motto, Service Above Self. John believes in the power of collaboration to achieve common goals. He strives to open lines of communication between stakeholders and educators to provide optimal learning experiences for students. John believes we should remove the word impossible from students' vocabulary as we prepare them to be successful, active, global citizens. I'm thrilled to have John as a guest today on my podcast. Welcome, John.
1: Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Of course, because you're a high school French teacher and we're in the middle of a pandemic, I'm really interested to know How have you been able to teach during all this? Have you felt like you've been able to successfully prepare students?
1: I think I feel a little bit more that way this year. When the pandemic first started, I did not feel that way. In the very beginning, we were doing all Zoom phone calls, and Mm. and so it was uh, not possible for me to actually see my students. They didn't have to have cameras on, and they had their mute buttons on. And so it was a little bit difficult because as a teacher, so many of the cues that I rely upon to see whether or not my students are grasping something is in their face. That first semester was a little bit challenging. And then when they came back to school last year, we had very short classes. Everyone's masked up. I still can't see their face except for their eyes. And it's continued on into this year. I'm just more familiar with their eyes now than I was last year because I've had a little bit more time with them.
0: Yeah, (laughs) you're now reading their eyes much better than their whole face. (laughs) That is absolutely correct. I don't know what they're doing in Washington, but we've just heard here in Oregon that I think school districts will each get an opportunity to make this decision, but the mask mandate will be removed. I'm wondering, are you hearing anything like that where you are?
1: Just before school was out today, we received a text message that Governor Inslee is going to make an announcement about this. We don't have it yet. We're moving forward and we'll be able to remove the masks so that I can actually see what my students look like.
0: Right. (laughs) See if they're pronouncing their French correctly. Oh my goodness. I can't imagine learning a foreign language with a mask on. I I would just be beside myself.
1: It's a bit challenging.
0: Yeah. Well, kudos to you for keeping at it and for the great things you're doing with students. Thank you. So now I'm really eager to know what are three things that brighten your day? I would have to
1: put at the very top of the list, my family. I am very fortunate to have a family that is very close. And I can honestly say that the immediate members of my family, my parents, my sister, brother-in-law, nieces, nephews, they are all not just family members, but they are also friends. So any time and any day, which is pretty much every day, (laughs) that I am able to see my parents, see my my family, that brings true joy to my heart.
0: Yeah. I'm lucky to be a part of this extended family. I just found out today that the reason we're second cousins is because we have the same great grandparents. Yes. So our great grandma, Mompeti, Mm
1: -hmm. is...
0: Your great-grandma and my great-grandma. So that's so fun that we are second cousins.
1: Yes. And you probably don't remember because I'm a little bit older than you, but I remember when you would come down from Alaska, I actually remember being at her house when you were very small.
0: Well, I do have a memory, the only memory of great-grandma Monpetit. She was very elderly and already in, like, I think what we would call a hospice bed. I remember it had rails. We went into the room and could see her. I remember she had a, a great smile, even though she was frail. I, I wished I could have known her more, but being in Alaska, we were a little bit removed.
1: Well, I can tell you, everybody in the family still talks about it to this day, that the thing about great-grandma is that she uplifted everyone, and even though she was bedridden for quite a while before she actually passed away. She always had this positive energy and this smile and just this love that came out that you went there and you, you came away feeling happy.
0: I feel like maybe there's a little bit of that she's given to me. (laughs) That's really cool to know. I believe it. What's the second thing that's brightened your day?
1: The second thing that brightens my day every day is nature. I am literally surrounded by mountains and rivers, and I live in the middle of a pear orchard. I went from living in downtown Paris with 10 million neighbors to (laughs) living in the middle of a pear orchard, which is a bit, bit of a shock, but... I'm very blessed and very fortunate to have nature just right around me. And so one thing that makes me happy every day, and it's kind of funny, I was just talking to my sister on the phone on the way home, and I was just coming up to this spot in the road that I look forward to every single day. And that is the top, the crest of a hill. And just as I hit the top, I have this view of the the mountains off in the distance, and then the lower mountains, and then the Wenatchee River below that, and then the orchards. It's just phenomenal. And that is something that just makes my soul sing every single day.
0: Wow. I can almost just visualize it as you're describing it. So let's zoom down into the pear orchard because I'm curious more about the pears. So are they only ripe a certain time of the year? Do you have to pick them all? Do you can them? I mean, what, what happens?
1: I'm lucky because I live in the middle of a pear orchard, but it's not mine. (laughs) I in a pair of orchards. So I get to actually sit back and observe the process. And it's really fascinating. It starts now. I have such a tremendous respect for the people who are out there working in our orchards right now. I think uh, they don't get enough credit for the work that they do, but they're out there in the snow. We still have snow here in Eastern Washington. They're out there in the snow and they're actually doing the pruning right now. Pruning starts now. And then, you know, in a couple months we'll have the buds on the trees, and then, then it's just a fascinating process to watch all the nurturing and all of the uh, fertilizing and, and the water and the sunshine. How that pear actually grows into something that is just beautiful.
0: They sound beautiful, and I'm sure this orchard is magnificent. Do you actually like to eat pears? I do. You're in hog heaven.
1: <laughs> I am. I am. Well, of course, in Easter Washington, we've got all different kinds of fruit trees. And so pears and peaches and cherries and apples. We're pretty spoiled here.
0: Yeah, for sure. I guess we have the berries in my area of Oregon. You get the okay. you get the other kinds of fruit. We'll mm-hmm. have to swap.
1: <laughs> oh and yeah, I'm up for that.
0: Okay. So nature is your second thing. What's the third thing that brightens your day?
1: The book that you were talking about um, that I wrote a few years ago now. I wrote it for my students and it was in answer to uh, a question that I had asked them. And that was to tell me who their role model was. I wanted to know who, well, the question was, who in your life has inspired you to be a better human being? Mm. And much to my surprise, they were really stumped by this question. So it led to a, a 12 year journey for me during which I, Went around the world and I interviewed people whom I consider to be truly positive role models. And I asked them all the same questions and then I analyzed their answers to find out what they have in common. And that's where the name Shine comes from. Each one of those letters stands for uh, something that I learned from these people.
0: Oh, I don't want to give it away because I know people will want to get your book and read it themselves, but can we get one of the letters?
1: Oh, absolutely. The first letter is uh, S in Shine, and that is see your own true potential. This was something that was very clear to me as I interviewed these extraordinary people. And some of them were quite famous. And then one of them, for example, was a former student of mine who grew up in abject poverty. And by the time he was 23 years old, uh, was a teacher and also a business owner. He worked at Godfather's Pizzas from the time he was 16. And when he was 23, the restaurant went for sale and he was able to purchase it. He now has a couple of Godfather's restaurants, just an extraordinary person. But the thing that I, I noticed about all these people and their answers to me was that they all at some point, and some of them were more introspective than others. Some for some that was just something they already knew. But some people really did the digging inside to to really discover who they are and to discover what their strengths are, but also what their challenges are, and then go through that process of accepting who you're not um, and taking those challenges and turning them around into something that is is positive for you. So this was really the foundation for the rest of the principles in Shine, but It's really important for us, and this is what I've learned from these experts, that we actually really do take the time and do the introspective work that we need to do to find out who we are. That's a foundational thing. Once we've got that and we're living really authentically, then that's the foundation for everything else that we do in life.
0: You are encouraging a growth mindset where try and keep trying, and maybe you haven't got it yet, but keep working on it and you can get it. I love that. It is foundational.
1: Another one of the principles down the road is, is navigate the course of change when we're trying to do things. And that's when we come up against obstacles in, in life. And so sometimes when a situation might seem impossible, it's really not. Um, either we can solve it ourselves or we can actually reach out to people who help us to do that. So impossible just is just a word that isn't in my vocabulary.
0: I'm going to reread Shine because I did when it first came out. And these life lessons that you're sharing are already really resonating with me. And I know they are with listeners as well. So with your permission, can we put a link to your book? Where can we find your book?
1: Um, you can find it on Amazon.
0: All right. Well, John, this has been a pleasure. Thank you for taking time to be a guest on my podcast. And thank you for brightening my day. Well,
1: thank you for brightening mine.
0: Thank you for tuning in to brighten your day. To be a guest on my podcast, email me at b at gmail.com. That's Hilton with a Y. Special thanks to Clark Hilton for post-production and special thanks to Chris Jones for composing the theme song.